You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. New channel, please and subscribe and hitting the bell icon to be made of any time I put new content on. As always, I'd like to thank our channel sponsors. There they are, untuck it. Check them out in the description below. We have another X Hammer today. Uh, I believe over, it might be our 70th or just over 70 X Hammers we've had on the channel. But this one's a special one. We're just about to interview this guy. There he is. He gets a little video. You get a little montage. That's decent, mate. Thank you very much. I, I've been I, busy. I've been learning how to do it all. So it's all it's all professional <laughs> now, TC. It's all professional. How are you, my it. friend? How are you, buddy? Yeah, well, just um, left the training ground. Just um, was just talking about um, I decided to do some recording for the club um, regarding, obviously, social media um, boycott. Yeah. Um, I think it's very important that the club are doing it as well, along with the other teams. And um, just to be a part of that um, means a lot, really. Totally, man. No, I totally agree. I totally back it. I think it's great that everyone's getting involved as well. It's but it's long. It's it's been long overdue. Do you know what I mean? It's long overdue, isn't it? Yes, like you know how it goes. Like everybody gets abuse online. It's all right to get abuse um, on certain subjects. Like like I wouldn't even say abuse, but um, criticize criticism. Yeah it's all right to be criticised for your football. That's all right. Like, it's not a problem. Everyone's yeah. got their opinions. But when your your race comes into it, your gender comes into it, your your sexual orientation comes into it, then it's a big problem, you know? Like, And it, the abuse has to stop somewhere. And the social media yeah. platforms have the... They have the power. They have the power to, yeah. to, 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 to stop it. And um, it needs to, something needs to be done. So hopefully they hear our voices as a football yeah. community. Well, I mean, considering particularly over the weekend how much social media traffic comes from football clubs, people talking about football, hopefully the fans will get involved as well and there'll be a, a big percentage of them because what's, what are you going to talk about? What's, what's going to happen on Twitter? They'll be talking, well, that, no one's like, showing well, goals you know, or anything. You know, like we've seen what happened with the, the Super League stuff. We saw yeah. how disgruntled it made the football world and um, this is the same sort of thing. We need to be doing this in the same... Say keep that same energy, man. Like we can do yeah. it. We're we've shown how powerful we are. I don't understand why we don't think we can do things. We've got a voice, and yeah. um, now's the time to stand up. Like especially in this day day and age where we've seen what we've been going through via the pandemic. Everybody's been um, sticking together, and yeah. now everyone can stick together in football to to fight combat against abuse and. And people doing the wrong things, and education is key. And I, I think we've all got that now. So we got to make sure that we can go forward into the future with brighter hopes and prospects. 
Yeah, I totally agree, man. Totally agree. And as you said, with the pandemic and everything that's gone on, I mean, I know obviously you, you know, you're still involved in the the academy and stuff like that. It must, you know, from a from a coach, a, a, a mentor's perspective, you know, you know how these kids have been. You've been on the training field, off the training field, on the training field, off the training field. You must have been living your life on Zoom and stuff with all these kids yeah. all the time, man, isn't it? Yeah, it's been it has been hard. Um, when you talk about mental health, um, it's a big it's, it's coming to a big thing right now. Um, I've got a few mates have been suffering. Um, yeah. I've I've always been lucky that um, that I've been quite a positive outlooking guy and um so that it hasn't affected me in that capacity but these kids remember these kids are they're trying to develop they're trying to be Mm -hmm. a footballer they're trying to get to the next stage in their careers and it's been kind of um stunted for them you know like um they haven't been able to do what they want to do go out to the to the park or go out with their mates or um or or, or just grow up organically like how we did when we were going older this is this is not good for them and um Mm -hmm. Look, it just takes the adults like us and the coaches like us as well to try and keep them, um, keep give them happy feet, make them feel yeah. feel great about themselves, and to just try and help them out as much as we can because obviously we're going through our own dilemma. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. As human beings, but it, we can't let it tell on our kids and our future. No, it's true, man. It's true. I mean, my daughter's eight, and so yeah, she is. To be fair, she has breezed it. Do you know what I mean? But you yeah. know, she's. But I think they're at, the younger kids are at the age where they've literally all their life is online. It is iPads and phones and FaceTime. That's that's how they live their life. So it was almost like, oh, but I don't have to go to school. Um, yeah. You know. So, <laughs> but I know what you mean. It has, and it's hard because they they ask you questions, isn't it? And you, you're always yeah. trying to suffer. You're, you know, particularly from you know people look up to you, particularly the kids you know you, you work with. And yeah. it is tough, man, because you've got to sort of you know be the big. Yeah, Mr. Big Bollocks. So they, you know, so they think, oh, Colton's all right. But, you know, it's about having humility and reaching out. No, and a lot of people do, man, don't they? A lot of people yeah, do. And it's important to. No, really important it's, it's important. It's important. But you've got to be able to just relate to these kids as much as you can. Show them the real world. But at the same time, do it responsibly, you know? Yeah. No, exactly, man. But I mean, you know, the good thing is, in, in you know, obviously in the, in the crazy world that has been the pandemic, you know, the first team have kept us going, haven't they? Let's be yeah. honest. They've kept us going, didn't it? Listen, it couldn't have come. It couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, you know? like um, it kind of it, it kind of overshadowed the pandemic a little bit for us. Yeah. You know, like we were just talking about how well we're doing. Like at the start of it, obviously we stayed up. Um, yeah. we stayed up in the Premier League, so that was something to to be happy about. Yeah. Um, then after that, it just got better. Like we, yeah, we've we're. We're, we're still fifth in the Premier League. We, we, we've got a chance of going higher. Um, yeah. Win our next next five games. We're we're in with a shout for Europe. Oh, so yeah. listen, things can't look any brighter for West Ham, and I'm 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 happy and proud to call myself part of West Ham's history and and part of the club. Yeah, totally, man. And you're right. And obviously, the the poor old Tottenham losing the Carabao Cup the other day means seventh. <laughs> seventh can get into Europe now. And I think you know, at the beginning of the season, if you if he said, right, Colton, we're going to be seventh. Well, you know, well, we're fifth now. We've just we're really annoyed. We just lost to Chelsea, where we could have gone fourth. You'd have said, what? This is like. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think know. I know, but it's Especially great. It is the first two games of the season. Yeah, you're right. Say yeah. we would. We was. Uh, I would say. Looking, it was doom and gloom, wasn't it? Like if you, yeah, if you look at it, we yeah, hadn't yeah. brought any players in. We was looking like we were looking over our shoulders, like we were looking at our run of games as well. Who mm. we had in front, it just yeah. didn't look good, did it? Mm. Um, and, and rightly so, the fans were were, were huffing and puffing. It should, it should do, but then things took a turn for the for the better <laughs> somehow. Yeah. And um, and everyone's looking in the same direction. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone yeah, saw how. T- Against Arsenal, I'd say Arsenal, although we lost the game, everyone started to look yeah. forward because it gave us that momentum because we played really, really well. And even Arteta mm. came out and said that we how well we played, you know? Yeah. So that gave us some confidence going into the next games. And then, listen, they've just gone and done the job and the rest they is history, man. mate. They have, man. And, it, and just, it's, the, it's the team. I mean, you're obviously around the training ground quite a lot, you know, and we know the stuff that, you know, when the, the club puts stuff up. I mean, I loved you and Chris doing your virtual open training session yeah. i think yeah, it was fair play to you too you know what i mean i know you and chris well i mean you know that was that was a tough gig but you did well i thought i, I really enjoyed that and again it was good adapting in it as you said you know during easter we'd have probably had the stadium open i'd be playing some tunes and yeah. and 
you know, the fans would have got their signatures, but it was exactly. the next best thing. But yeah. still the team spirit, man, isn't it? That's what I mean. It's There's a real buzz around it. There's a real buzz internally, a buzz around the team. We're on the, we're, we're on the first step of something here, man. I yeah, really well, are. I really am. you got to say, Russ, like, even you, you've been doing a great job as well, um, promoting good vibes, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's very important. It's very important that everybody, yeah. every um, broadcaster that's connected to West Ham promote the the success of the team and success mm. of the club and that's why it all culminates don't think it doesn't culminate into the bigger picture it mm. may, it culminates to seeing what the um the, the boys are doing on the field yeah it culminates like when i go on tv if i'm if i'm talking on sky sports or i'm talking on talk sport or any kind of um, broadcasting channels i'm on i'm always putting the club's interest first and then yeah and then mine you know yeah i, want I the get club that. to do well and i want I, I'm, I've always been a promoter of um, anything that's close to my heart. I'll promote it um, to the full max gotcha. in a good light because yeah. it makes sense because it's what I'm part of. So it's like it's like if you um, if you bought a car and, and and your other mate said he bought the same car as you, you're gonna say my car's better than yours. You're always gonna say that, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So you always gotta promote what's yours. And West Ham, to me, it belongs to the obviously the fans, but it holds a special place in my heart. So I'll promote it to it does, and it's just I just think there's is there's, there's a real old school team spirit about the team at the moment, which I think people are really loving. Obviously, I'm at the obviously I'm still there every game, and and you see like you know one thing I've never seen, and and it's and, and Moyes has brought it in. The team go for a little walk around the pitch about half one. About, about an hour and a half before the game, you know, all together in their masks and tracksuit up. But that was just like, you see them all jostling and taking the piss out of each other. And that's like old school, you know, that's old yeah. school mentality. And that's the way football used to be. And yeah, we've still got that mentality at West Ham. And, and David Moyes has set the culture for it You're to right. be like that. So it's yeah. important that the players, not just obviously the fans are not there at the moment, but the players have to find it within themselves now mm. to go out and give the best. So they know that it's up to them ultimately to produce and yeah, yeah. if they if they can get it right in the changing rooms and in training then more or less it gets you get it right on the pitch on a saturday totally man and irrespective of whether there's fans or not because as you say if the team are already strong when they come on mm-hmm. obviously the fans give them that extra you know we've had people on before you know who have played behind closed yeah, doors yeah. and stuff a reserve and they say you need that extra you know it gives you the extra 15 20 percent sometimes exactly. i mean now you know, if we had them shipped in now, you know, there's games where we wouldn't have maybe lost. We would have maybe got a draw and, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's just, it swings and roundabouts. As you said, if we had them at the beginning of the season, it may have been different season. So yeah, exactly. it's what it is, man. And anyway, anyway, that's enough to talk about this season. Let's talk about you. That's why we're, that's why you're on. Um, you talk about West Ham all the time on TalkSport, but I want to talk about you, Mr. Colton Cole. So basically the first question I always ask is, is with fans is why they support the club and stuff like that with the players. Obviously, you signed in July 2006. Why? What happened? Uh, well, I'll tell you what happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't straightforward. It was never no. straightforward. Nothing ever is straightforward, and the best things in life are never straightforward. It's, it takes a route to get there, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but what I would say is, like me and my uncle we was out in um, Sierra Leone. Um, and I'd just done a medical at, at Spurs, actually. Oh, yeah, no, no swearing on this channel, know, please. Know, no swearing. Blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Um, <laughs> but it was from Chelsea. And then Roman Abramovich said that I couldn't go there, basically. He called us back, said, you ain't going to Spurs. Like, we don't do business with them. So I said, all right, yeah. cool. What's the next best thing? I said, so I got my agent to, to actually get some other clubs, some other options. So me and my uncle went to um, Sierra Leone. Um, was there for like two weeks. Then we got a phone call while we was out there saying that you need to come back. So <laughs> it was, uh, and it was uh, West Ham were interested. So we had to come back and meet Padre at the airport. So we got to the airport, um, straight off the plane, um, straight into a hotel at the airport. And um, obviously I spoke to Pards and he was he sold the club to me. And then we, yeah. we, I spoke to, um, I think it was, I can't remember who it was, the chairman at the, the time, I think it was Brown or something, I can't remember. Yeah. But it, 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 what, what, what happened was that I just fell in love straight away. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there was about six or seven people from the club and they all sold it to me in the best way possible. And then um, me and my uncle just had a little chat 
and then we said, yeah, it's the right one for you. You know, this is the this is the way we got to go. And then we signed at the airport. <laughs> I love it, man. We signed at the airport, and then I just had to come in for preseason training, and then and then the the deal was done. You know, and then that was the the, the start of a, a fairy tale story. It really was, man. Yeah. Hopefully, you weren't too jet lagged as well. I mean, the miles back from Sierra Leone as well. Yeah, Sierra Leone is the same. It's the same hours. It's the same one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not too bad. Okay. (laughs) Didn't have that as an excuse. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) and as you said, yeah, that that was it, man, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, good. 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 Yes, Your Honor. There we go. We've got that on camera now, so it's okay. Um, (laughs) And obviously, home, you know, debut couldn't have gone any better. 24 seconds in. You scored, yeah. you know. What I mean, you know, that's yeah. that ain't bad, man, is it? That ain't well, bad. um, those that's what dreams are made of, you know. Like, yeah, when you come in on the pitch straight away, you're a substitute. You come on, what a way to introduce yourself to the to the West Ham faithful straight totally. away, scored straight away. But even after that, it was never plain sailing with me. It was, um, I weren't getting the games, um, I had to work to get back into that team. Like, um, mm. remember, there was like there was six of us. There were six strikers. At the there club. was, yeah. Um, Teddy Sheridan, Marlon Harewood, Dean Ashton, um, and Tevez. There was Tevez that was even there. There's a, I, I swear remember there was one more. Bobby Zamora. Zamora. Oh, God, I can't forget him. He'll, he'll, he'll phone you up. Me. So the yeah. So it was hard to get any games. Like, and, and, and then I did get the games. It was hard to like make an impact because there was, there was just so much pressure. And I was still... Yeah. I'll probably, I was still, I think I was the youngest still out of all of those mm. boys. Yeah. And it just, thing. it was just one of those ones. It was like, I had to get going. And then it only took a couple of, it took a couple of injuries the next season for me to get. Obviously we had yeah. done the great escape that year. And um, it took a couple of games for me to um, get going. And then there was, a, I think it was Alan Kerbishley that started playing me when he mm. came in. And I think the only reason why he played me is because the all the other boys were injured. <laughs> so... I had to get. I had to go in, and I I was having a little chat with my uncle, and my uncle said, "Listen, just go and leave it all on the pitch." And then I just started yeah. getting a bit of rhythm. Didn't score a few games, but you could see the work rate. The work rate was there, yeah. and um, I I bought into that, believing that if I work hard, the 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 goals will come, or the or the, the success with a team will come as well. And then that's yeah. how we just started. To, I started to build my confidence and started to get involved with the club a bit more and started buying into the club's culture gotcha. and it suited mine at the time. So we just yeah. grew together, me and the club. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I get, and also you're right. I mean, as you said, you know, you put it out on the pitch. And I think that's why a lot of, you know, we, we've interviewed, we've got we've interviewed over 300 people, something ridiculous on the channel. And, uh, you know, many of them pick you in their team, man, because it's because, you know, you left it all on the pitch and yeah, you might have, scored that day but you know you put it on the and that's all West Ham fans ask for you know Big Sam talks about the West Ham way the West Ham way was basically having a go you know like yeah. having a proper go and that's but, what you did man and that's one of the reasons why I'm at um I'm at the academy because yeah listen before anything before talent before how good your skills are before how good you got before your shots before the way you 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 um receive the ball all your skills, all your your artillery. Apart from that, when that goes, you have to be able to work hard first. Like, yeah, your 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 foundation is working hard. Mm. Like, you have to be able to to leave it out on the pitch, and then your quality will shine through after that. And your skills. We've always had players that um that that embodied that basically. Mm. Mark Noble embodied that. Scott Parker embodied that. Yeah. You know. And then you get your few flair players that we have to we have to carry. Um, so we'll be the water carriers for them. So it's okay yeah. once it's in okay. a while. Yeah. But but then you, the the solid base of it is the work ethic. And yeah. West Ham are a working working class background club, mate. Like you you got to work hard, and that has to be through the veins and through the blood. Well, through your blood for the club. So you got to leave everything out on that pitch, blood, sweat, and tears. And then you'll Definitely. get the, you'll get the respect from the fans. You're right, man, and I think that's why that's why I love. Obviously, we've had we obviously we've had, we've had you on now. We've we've had we've had Conch, we've had we've had Zavon, we've had you know obviously we've had Mark as well, Mark Phillips, and so we've had loads of the the, the coaches and and I love the fact there's a there's a a sort of a, a first TX player associated with every 
age group, yeah, really. And it's, yeah. and it's and it's to promote that. You know what I mean? Even like you obviously got Potsy and you got you got Kevin Keane. You got all these like great players for West Ham who are still involved in the club. And as you said, it's it's, it's maintaining that sort of level of of energy. What you need to be to become a West Ham player, really, because that's what it is, man. And um, and I totally get what you mean. I totally get what you mean. Yeah, but also, I mean. Through your, as you said, your fairy tale, your your nine seasons, you know, a couple of England caps and everything like that, which is lovely as well. You know, you've played in some games, which if if, if people sort of picked, said to me, I'll pick some games that you remember. And a lot of them you played in. So you got, as you said, um, we had the, the Man United um, F- League Cup game where you scored a brace and Jonathan Spector became like <laughs> Prime Iniesta that day. <laughs> Like you know, that was amazing. He became Ronaldo that day, didn't exactly he? like prime Iniesta. You know what I mean? He's like, he was brilliant. Old specs that day, and obviously you mentioned Scott Parker, and obviously the the, the West Brom game fam- famously, where you know he gave that halftime speech you've already spoken yeah. about before, and you know, and Millwall. I mean, what was he like playing for playing against Millwall, man? Oh, mate, that was like because you knew how much was riding on it. Yeah, like you can't. You can't lose that game. Millwall game, <laughs> the Millwall game is like that is the most nerve wracking game I've probably been in at the start because you know from the night before, yeah, you, you can't even have losing in your forks. You know what I mean? Nah. You have to win that game no yeah. matter what. Otherwise, don't your fans are going to cremate you. Like <laughs> you will not be able to walk around town the next day with your head held high for at least. 10 years like you can't it can never happen so you got to understand it so i already knew that so i would i just before everything i just made sure that i made myself a nuisance against them i remember there was one game i think it was i think we played them when we was in the champ um Mm. and who was it that got sent off early doors i think it was kevin nolan got sent off early so my game plan went out the door like early on in that game, and I think it's the game when Wilson's Reed scored the winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that yeah. game, Kevin Nolan got um, he got sent off early in that game, and I was like, no way, this is gonna be an uphill. And this was, and we had to play ten man through the ten men through the whole game, and then um, I think I scored the first, then they equalised, and then Winston got when the he winner. Scored the yeah. So that was, but that was just down to just knowing and the fear. Of losing that game was just immense. Mm. So we had to, ten men or not, it didn't matter. We had to win that game. Right, it didn't matter. So we found it within ourselves, and we we done well in the end. Oh but yeah, yeah always, those games were very intense. Yeah, I remember the League Cup one. Obviously, when Jack's dad had just passed the week yeah. before, didn't he? And Zavon, we had Zavon as well, and and Jack, we were playing to both, and they were talking about just you know that that game, and obviously that was the crazy on all the pitch invasions and. Yeah. He just like yeah, and just Savon was like, I'm just sitting in. He said, I'm sitting in the dugout, thinking, what the fuck is happening yeah, here? You know, it's just yeah. a total different world, man. But yeah. you said, but you spoke about you know that being you know one of your nervous games. Arguably, obviously, the most nervous game I've seen you play in, um, from my perspective, was obviously the playoff final. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, that one, that yeah. one, the hundred, the two hundred million pound game, that one, that one, the yeah, one you yeah, scored one, in as well, that one, that one, yeah. Um, as a obviously for then you know if you'd been in the club for I don't know five or six years then so you obviously had seen us being relegated you probably seen a lot of you know the tea ladies and stuff probably have, have left because they couldn't afford to pay them because we had to cut your cloth accordingly. <laughs> Did was there when you when we got to the playoff final you know do you think it's more than just a football game for me? Was it it was you know what was it what was the like the build up? Were you were you shitting yourself? Was it just another game? Um, no, it wasn't just another game. Of course, it wasn't another game, but um, yeah, of course, you know, I was quietly confident that we'd win the game, yeah. But I just didn't know how we'd win the game, like that. It, it's not about we, like we, I knew we we're good enough to win that game quite yeah, yeah. easily because remember, we beat it, turned them over quite emphatically yeah. the, the whole like the two games we played them in the yeah. season, so we was kind of. We already knew that we could beat them. We were capable mm. of beating them. But, you know, on that day, it's a different day. Like, yeah. anyone could beat anybody on a cup day. You know what I mean? Cup final. So, it's just one of those ones where I was still looking over my shoulder just in case because I was thinking. And the worst thing about it, we didn't even play well. We didn't even no. actually play well. We played no. 
we didn't play great. And um, yeah. it just took a few of us to just make some magic moments and we'd won. But that I, that could have easily gone the wrong way. Easily, know? yeah. Easily, but man. luckily I was, pray, I was praying with my whole family the night before and was protected. <laughs> Good. That's <laughs> what I like, man. <laughs> That's what I like. I mean, I, I, I was shitting myself for two reasons because we had yeah. that. I was meant to be, like the day before, I was meant to be, they said, oh, did you want to be like Herbie Hammer or Hammerhead? You know, one of the mascots, but oh, I didn't really? got to see. But I had to get a CRB check, and that's going to take like seventy-two hours. So oh, okay. I ended up like chaperoning. It was brilliant, just literally walking around. With them. But my daughter was due that day, so I was like, and I had a really good seat, like a really oh, good wow. seat. So I was there with like a beer in one hand and my phone, like literally to my ear. So it was like sixty. It's probably about fifty, sixty thousand West Ham fans, You're weren't a they? Diehard you are, mate. Oh, well, do you know what? That's it's not that far. Room. Do that day. <laughs> Do you that day, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Budden let me go. Mrs. Budden let me go, man. But see, so the thing is, I was I was, I was, I was front row. See people like you, like what you just told me there. That that for me, yeah, in, that shows me how much West Ham mean to people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So players need to understand that when they come to the club, yeah, they have to take this seriously because it True. you're missing that you you might have missed yeah your daughter's birth <laughs> you need to understand that. i didn't so think of it like that but you're totally right yeah football seriously so it, it no no it's a it's a it's, a true it's true when yeah. i hear these stories that's when i feel more passionate about what i do and how much yeah. football means to people because it's their life so yeah. it's got to be done but yeah that that day was amazing like Oh, that's right. You got mute. <laughs> I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Someone... Hold on one second. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you, man. Yeah, I can hear you, man. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I, can hear. I can't yeah, hear yeah. you no more, though. There you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah that day was just, that, that was a nerve-wracking day for everybody that was involved with West Ham. Yeah. But I can't. I was sneak. I, I had a sneaky um feeling that we'd win because I just knew that I had faith. I knew that. I knew God would let me down that day. No matter what, even if we didn't play well, I knew that it was supposed to be, you know. So I was quite happy that we, when we won eventually and we didn't have to go into extra time because that would have been, oh, that would have been bad. And I'm happy I scored. Obviously, I'm happy I scored. But if anybody scored, I'd have been as, just as happy as well. It's just that we just needed to win that game. Yeah, that was the, that, that was the main thing. That's exactly was it. We just needed to win it just to yeah. just to go through, you know. That was that. Yeah, totally, man. Um. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, you've said it. You didn't think about it. It's opened your eyes, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Although I do, I've got to find a picture. I, yeah, I mean, oh, look, I'll show you. Look, that was my seat. That was front row. That oh, was wow. that was my yeah, seat. Yeah, that was that was cool, man. You said that was front row. So where where Vaste scored that second half, I was That's there. Amazing. So you know, she wouldn't have minded. She wouldn't know who I was until then, anyway. And, <laughs> and as I said, within like, you know, with something Eventually, like you just have some explaining to do. When your when your when your daughter's older, yeah, but she don't know. She don't care. She she's <laughs> she knows where we are. But I mean, within three, I think within like three days, yeah, because we she got married. At, she got married. She got uh, not yeah a few more years for that. But she got um she got uh, she was delivered in Queens in Romford, and so yeah. about three days later, I knew that the the trophy was going to be at the at the the little shop at yeah, Romford, yeah, yeah. and I knew Eddie was there. So I I walked in. I said, like, "Can I just? I've got a picture of her." in the trophy about three days old in the trophy in the trophy <laughs> in the trophy i'm gonna have to find it as we talk but hey, yeah, Russ, yeah you're something else mate i'm telling you you are a different cat you're a different kettle of fish oh, in the trophy after three days being on, on earth yeah yeah free i mean i gave her three days before she was implanted do you know what i mean so oh that's nothing... amazing no, it's one of those things where it's one of those things where you know it was it was as you said you know she i i she's well she's eight years old now so you know and i made sure that she would because i yeah. have a pass so i yeah, and, yeah. and and this was and you know the ground's not there anymore now so i could i could sneak into upton park so because obviously you could, you could walk around quite easily around there yeah, yeah, yeah. So i've got a picture of her on you know like she'd been signed for the club you oh, know wow. and um and and then I turned around to see my wife and she'd gone for it, like sprinted like into the, and lucky Dougie or no one was there because he would have lynched me. But yeah, yeah so like, I got that and, I, and you know. You know yeah. how Dougie gets with his, with his pitches and his grass. Yeah, 
yeah, the grass merchant. <laughs> Good old Dougie, yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. But you like all those play, yeah, you know, as you said, all those people around the club that you know, still yeah. loads still there. It's 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 a real, you know, people talk about the a family club, but it is, it is, man. So it really like is. I saw Dougie the other day, he's still giving me stick and banter in front of my, <laughs> in front of the players I coach. You know what I mean? He's like, how, they, were, they were like, how do you, how do you know, how do you know him? Who is he? How's he? Why is he talking to you like that? That kind of thing. I'm like, listen, that's Dougie. The, he's the groundsman, mate. See that yeah. class you play on? He's the boss of that. So if it weren't for him, yeah, if, if it, it weren't for him, you won't be at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the car park. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but, that's uh, that. That's it, man, isn't it? But yeah, no, no. So this is all these people. It all culminates to the West Ham way, um, yeah. and you just got to understand that and buy into it. Once you once you know everybody around West Ham, you'll see how love how lovely the club is as as a whole. You know, it's not just about what you see on the TV. It's not all of that because the people that the unsung heroes are the ones that I I love. Like I yeah, I love like the people that work like the kit man. I love yeah. I love the the lady that comes into to um to help out in the in the kitchen. Yeah. There's about three of them. Um I like I love like the 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 the, the lady that comes to wash the kit like yeah. after training. And you know do you know what? The kit man and her, they're they're the ones that um actually I take very seriously because I can get a piece I can get extra kit here and there, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurts, little cats and little <laughs> Like little snoods and scarves and that, so you got to look after those people. But you do, man. I love them that that I love them like they're my my family. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's the best way to be. It is, man. And as I said, I think there's probably other. And as you said, we've interviewed you, and and as I said, probably over seventy fat players from all generations, and and everyone to a man basically says how much they love the club and the fans and the atmosphere yeah. and. It's and it is it is a family club, man. I think more than ever, this this pandemic's proved that. You know, when someone's feeling a bit, a bit rubbish, they are. You know, on Twitter, they'll be saying, you know, twenty minutes later, they said, "Oh, we've had, I've had thirty messages, thirty DMs of people to see if I'm all right." I know a lot yeah. of people have had real tragedy over the last twelve months, and the West Ham yeah. lot have come out come out swinging, man. And uh, yeah. it's something to be really proud of, man. It's something yeah, it's to be like, really proud like of. When my when my my grandmother died in of September. Course. Like everybody was so sympathetic. Like I had mm. untold people coming onto my socials, just giving me support, anything I needed. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, at that point, you just want your your close knit family around. But just to do. know that you've got an extended extended family mm. um, there, it's it's a very powerful thing. Yeah, no, it is, man. It really is powerful, and it is said it's, it's it's a lovely thing. So I'm as I'm talking, I find that picture of my daughter. I'll find it eventually. Find it at the end, right? Anyway, let, let's let's talk about your Hammers Eleven because you know I don't want to talk about you leave it like the West Brom thing and you know all yeah, that stuff no, because yeah, you've been there, been there, done that. You never moved. You never yeah, moved. United were after you. Liverpool, Galatasaray, Stoke. No one, no one compared. No one compared, man. We don't talk about that. We want to talk about your Hammers 11. That's what people want to know. They want to know who, who's in your team. So basically, everyone we've had on the channel, apart from um, Harry, Harry didn't do it. Um, Ian Bishop didn't do it. And Nigel Weir-Coker didn't do it either. So, that, But everyone else has. So Bobby... You know I, I can understand why they didn't do it. Yeah. The reason why, and I, I was looking at that as well. I was actually thinking I might not give it because... The reason why it's very um like because I played with loads of players. You did, man. Come, imagine did. Yeah. nearly ten years seen a lot, a lot of players, man. A lot of players, and I've built relationships with these players. Oh, I get that. Yeah, I get and, that. and and it's not just the fact that I think that they're um like that there there wasn't a best eleven. It was nothing to do with that. It's just the fact no. that if I, I think it's a little bit unfair. A little bit unfair that I'll choose just an eleven when I'd rather choose one um, players in each position because I've got a story about everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I've, that's I've what I mean. Relationship. So that I was a bit hesitant coming on here and saying, "Oh, best eleven." Like it's not I've, the best. I've done it before, but then yeah. I'll go back home and I'll think. That well, wasn't, there's you know what I mean. I want to change I don't... it or. It's it's just mind boggling, and I feel it's not fair yeah. that I I put myself through that for one, and yeah. just <laughs> let down a load of my mates. Like, and, then, and it's not even banter because they'll be they'll probably like properly be on me. 
some of them are some of them really are i know but it's but i mean that's but people tend to do but i'm not saying it's the best you know because it's like it's because it could be it's it's subjective you know some people pick the you know not not obviously so some people that pick the you know the the sick note 11 or 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 the worst 11 or not even best 11 could be the favorite 11 as you said there's there'll be players as you're with memories and stories yeah, and yeah. and that's what we that's that's what people want, want to listen yeah, yeah. to is the stories not yeah. necessarily the best players i yeah, mean yeah. as you said you play with so many man so many great players but some you might have had a better connection with than others yeah that's it man it's just yeah, your 11 true. you know you've got you've got friends that probably talk to and ones you don't talk to and that, that's yeah. that's how we get away with it that's how we and we do we do honorable <laughs> mentions as well honorable mentions is how honorable people get away with it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so honorable mentions da, 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 but i'm gonna put da, 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 because that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. So that's what we'll do, man. We'll try to get four four two as well because that's the only graphic I've got as well. All right, cool. So, oozing goal, oozing goal for Colton's eleven. Um, look, goalkeepers are all weird, didn't they? Like, yeah, they're all weird. <laughs> they all We've just, had loads all, of them on actually. Anybody that just throws themselves on the ground for a living is proper weird, mate. Like to me, I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I love. I love that they love their craft. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get their craft. But I'd love, you have to have them in goal. So I'll go with Rob Green. Rob Green's, Green, um, he's probably definitely up there for me um, as the best goalkeeper um, the Hammers have had in recent years. Um, just the fact that, yeah, he was England goal. He was England number one at, at one stage as well. And um, I was in the, I was in a lot of England squads with him too. So yeah, he's, um, he's the, he's the main guy for me in goal. Yeah, he's a, Not and, just and, that, and, he's a top man as well. He's a top man. Yeah, and, and, and he likes to read his financial times and, oh, and yeah, do all and that, all that stuff. Like, We were playing, whilst we, we was on the coach going up to wherever we were going to a game, we'll be playing Mario Kart on the Nintendo DS <laughs> and he'll be at the front of the bus with a gaffer reading the financial times, you know what I mean? He's, he's, a, he's an amazing character. He's an amazing... Yeah. But now, I understand why he's reading the financial times. Yeah, now, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm into business and all that sort of stuff. So I do need to know the stock markets and the shares and all that sort of stuff. So he needs, he's one of those guys where he was a, a far ahead of his time, and yeah. I'm just, I'm just catch, playing catch up now. So I wish <laughs> well, I was grad- what he was. He doing. graduated from your business thing the other day, didn't you? Did that thing yeah, the other I did, day? I did. Um, that was quite pleasing for me. Um, uh, I graduated in 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 UK government, so I know a lot about UK governance now. I know a, not a lot about how to be a non-executive director. Of, a, Very of, a, useful. of any sort of businesses but it's just nice to be in that position where I've, I've had the time to do it because when you're football yeah. you don't really have the time nah. to, to do that even when you're coaching really but I've mm. the way I've structured it in my life I've, I'm just always doing something um, mm. so I said you know what instead of me just being on my phone or my laptop and just doing yeah. stuff that not really going to benefit me I'd rather use that time and learn something and um, that's why I'm just I'm quite proud of myself well, you see that as well. I mean, obviously, you know, Instagram, you know, I see, obviously, I see, I see Mazza doing his, his badges and, and Zavon doing his badges and stuff like that. And, and that's what I think uh, coming out of lockdown, eventually, fingers crossed, then I think a lot of people are going to have, have taken the same time, as you said, to, to learn a new skill and hopefully we'll become a bit well, more I've learned how to qualified. Cook as well. Let's, let's yeah, that. me too. I'm yeah. a top master chef now. Top also, master chef. <laughs> Also, I've learned how to DJ again. Like, I've taught myself how to DJ too. So I've been very busy over lockdown, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, you know, uh, it's, I'm getting my it's, qualifications. That's good, man. Stuff. Yeah, mate. So I love it. Very, um, this whole period, I've used it to the best of my ability to learn yeah. stuff and new, learn new skills that I probably wouldn't have had the, pl- no, well, the, time. the time to do when, when everything was opened up. Nah, no, totally, man. Yeah, totally. Did you watch him? Um, do you watch uh, when uh, Gabs doesn't do it anymore now? First lockdown, he was doing his, his sets in his in his room, old Danny Gabadon. Oh, yeah, yeah, he loves, yeah. He loves DJ, doesn't he? Daddy, loves Danny. It. He loves, loves it. it. Yeah, he loves, loves it. it, man. He wants to be right. like you. He wants to be like you, Russi. <laughs> Tell him they all do, man. Like you're, the, you're, you're the king, so we can't. We well, there can't you go. There we go. I mean, there's that. There's that. There's that other lad, Jack. Jack, mate. Never heard of him. Never uh, heard of him. Yeah, Jack, uh, mate, uh, pretenders to the crown. Is he, is he DJing that? No, 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 no. He likes it. He likes it. He, but he does it on his live streams. He puts a little bit of music on the, his, he, yeah? his mates. Yeah. No, he doesn't mix it. But yeah, no, he's a top boy, Jack. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll put Greeno in. Uh, let's go. Let's go left back then. Left back. Yeah. Um. See. 
Like, I've got Paul Koczewski there breathing down my neck, Guinea. Like, I'm going to go, I'll have to see him tomorrow as well if I don't <laughs> include him. But when I go left back, oh. What good left backs? I've heard George McCartney. George McCartney. George McCartney Conch. Conch. Um, Crez. was good. Crez. Of course. I've got to go with Crez then. Yeah. Nah, do you know what? I'm going to go with. Because I work with Conch. Because I work with Conch, I'm going with Conch. Yeah, that's the only reason. Otherwise, it's going to make no, your life live in hell. Because remember, I played with him at Charlton. You did, yeah. I played with him at Charlton um, when I first went there. Then, then we met each other at West Ham. And then he went on to he went on to play for Liverpool, didn't he as well? Did yeah, and 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 he played for, obviously we've had we had we had um, Zamora on the other day, and he can't yeah. get rid of him. Can't get rid of him. No, he's just... <laughs> it's like Fulham, Tottenham, West Ham, it? <laughs> and 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 kids as well. He played all, every, almost everything with with kids as well at Zurab yeah, yeah. and stuff like that as well. So yeah, uh, no. So let's go with Paul Koncheski there. Well, he'll be happy. He'll be yeah. happy. Control. He watches these, so I know he'll be. Does he? Right. Oh, Lord. oh yeah. I haven't picked him straight away. Are <laughs> 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 you better edit that though, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> but right, okay. Like I, I picked him straight away. <laughs> Go on then. Okay, right. So, okay, right. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be your left back, Colton? Paul Kuczewski. Paul Kuczewski. Yeah, good Justin. shout. Best yeah. player on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, right back then. Let's go right back then. Um. You know what? Right back's a good one, you know. Um, I'm going to go with Lucas Neal. Oh, yes. I'm going to go with Lucas Neal. I mm. felt Lucas Neal was a really good captain. Yeah. Although he was going through a lot of um, turmoil in, the, in, mm. in his first season, um, the great escape season, he actually did get us together. Yeah. And um, eventually we sorted it out. And it was nothing to do with the manager. It was more to do with the players getting together. Yeah, In Anton the... said the same thing. Anton said the same thing. Yeah, it, it definitely was. It definitely was. Um, we started We started just believing in ourselves mm. and started taking ownership of what our situation was. Um, we had a great team, but we were just too disjointed. Yeah, and um, really needed to have this team spirit, the team spirit that we're showing today in the first team. Yeah. Now, if we had that, Great that job. team would have been quite good because we had some excellent players in that team. Yeah, you but really just did. didn't have the cohesion that we needed, and um, that was a big. He was a big part to play with it eventually to get us all together on the same page. Yeah, no, he was. And he's yeah, a top man as well. Top yeah, man. I mean, Anton said top the same man. thing. He said he said he was a great, great captain, and he'd yeah. make 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 people sort of. He'd go around collecting a bit of their win bonuses and giving yeah. it to the kit man and stuff, yeah. and all of that. All that he's stuff. Responsible for all of that, and I think, I think seeing that, like Martin Noble would have seen how he he captained this team. I think you'd see that um, even Martin Noble seen like um, I'd say Scott Parker the way he can, yeah. The, the the leadership skills that he showed, he wasn't captain mm. with his squad, no. but he was. He might as well have been, and he's and he's taken Kevin Nolan as well. Yeah. Um. And so, Lucas Neal comes into that the way he mm. captained his team. It's unbelievable. Definitely. And as and as you said, you know, you you, you it, like people like the kit man and stuff. You look after, and yeah, you know, in your early years at West Ham, that's what Lucas Neal was, was. So he sort of yeah, you know, helped develop those, your your yeah, uh, your, yeah, your passion. He helped stuff. develop me because I was. I was a captain in my own way, do you know what I mean? I I led I led by my in my own capacity. Gotcha. But he's yeah, yeah. done it like actively, showed us the way how to go, how to treat people, mm. and um, it just it just boded well for the team morale. Yeah, no, he's to, yeah end. top guy, top guy. Yeah, right. Okay, so we got we got Neil on the right. Okay, first centre half. Who's gonna be your first centre half then? Ooh, Ooh, this is a big one. It's a big one. Big one. You've got Anton. You've got. You got a lot. You got you got people like Tompkins. You got Tompkins. You got Ginge. Ginge Gabs. Gabs. Baby Gabs. Yeah. Um. Anton. Oh, he said Anton. Um. Matt Upson as well. I know he was Upson. back at the club for a little bit, weren't he? Yeah. Um. So yeah, some good players. Plus, plus you know Winston Reed and Winston. Yeah. People Winston like Reed. Even at right back, Guy Demel, I could have gone Guy Demel at right back, but I've gone, I've gone with Lucas. 
But Guy Demel was a good centre-half as well. You had Abby Faye. Yes, he did. And that, yeah, he did. He at that championship side. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Winston Reid. Yeah. Definitely. Winston Reid. And I'm going to go with James Collins. Oh, nice too. Yeah. Nice too. Those two, because they're my pals. Not over that. Not just that they're my pals. They're good people. And, um, yeah. and they're great players as well. Great servants to the club as well. Spent a lot mm. of time at the club. And they know the club inside and out, just the same as I do. And eventually, I'll, I'd like to see them at the club at some capacity as well, mm. doing what, doing, doing work for the club, whether it's in the media, whether it's um, whether it's uh, coaching, giving back to the club, doing yeah. anything, some capacity. I'd love to see them back at the club. Yeah, because cool, they're, they're, they're good. They're good patrons to the club. And it's great to see. It's great to see Willie like. Like yeah. doing bits at Brentford at the moment because he deserves it. There's so much injury. Yeah. You never know. You know, Brentford might come up and they 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 buy him off us. Who knows? And yeah. then then we see him back at London Stadium with with fans as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. that's the main thing. So look, he deserves he he deserves to 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 be at the be at a club that loves him and yeah. will play him and West yeah, Ham will love him. him. But yeah. now it's time for him to actually play because obviously. He's not getting any younger, but he can still no. do a great job. He had his he's had his injuries, um, um, Winston, but he, he's yeah. he's a top 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 player still. He top, is top player and a he leader. Is, man. And 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 obviously he did the, he did what you did. You know you went to you I mean you went to Sacramento. Yeah. He went to the MLS as well. Yeah. And and just to, you know just you to dip your toe in the, on the other side of the pond. You know what I mean? Just to dip, you dipped your toe yeah. over there. Then you then you went to Indonesia and dipped your toe over there. And yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, then he was on trial at AFC Explorer, Wimbledon. Dora the Explorer, mate. You know Dora the Explorer, innit? You get more, more miles in a, than <laughs> more, more stamps in your passport. That's basically what you That was it. After West Ham, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for a little... Um, go Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> yeah. First thing, Scotland. You go up to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. I'm thought, go to Sacramento. I said, no, Scotland. Oh, I maybe could do a bit further than this. <laughs> let's go to America. In America, yeah. I, said, I could do a little bit further than this now. I'll go, let's go over to Asia. To see how I just imagine is. you, a, a, a globe going. World tour, mate. World tour. The cold, <laughs> the cold, cold world tour. <laughs> and then you was on trial at AFC Wimbledon. Didn't you go on trial I at Wimbledon as well? Did. I almost did. But yeah. um, I felt it wasn't the right thing for me to do. I, wasn't, I wouldn't be able to give my all when I was, my yeah, knees were knackered you. by then. Yeah, fair play, man. Right, okay. Let's go into midfield. Uh, let's go left wing. Who's giving the left wing, man? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go. Left wing. Ooh, can I go Yossi Benayoun? Put him wherever you want, man. He'd play anywhere, wouldn't he, Yossi? He can play anywhere, innit? I might save him then. Um, <laughs> or go right wing and put Yossi Benayoun in. left winger, Matthew, Matthew Everton. Oh, Effers. Yeah. Matthew what a Everton. boy. I'll tell you why. He used to, he used to just be... He was just your typical winger. You don't Old get school. him nowadays. No. He used to get the ball and just go. <laughs> all the way and just whip it in and if you're not Thanks there it's on you if you're not in yeah. there to receive it it's on you because he's done his job yeah. and, he, and that's what you needed you needed players like that and he set up a good few of my goals so I've got to go Matthew Everton on my le- on the left really a yes yeah he's a top boy Not, lovely guy as well lovely guy yeah. Matty isn't he um, and as you said you know for you Perfect. You just Perfect. get down the that's wing, chop want. it in. That's what, yeah, that's what you want as a striker. You want someone just to whip the ball without even th- thinking about it. So he's definitely can, up there. Football can be such an easy game if you have yeah. like two fast wingers and a big lad up front. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? It's such it. a simple game. Now they yeah. put inverse <laughs> wingers and... But now you've got to complicate it and make it, make it um, scientific. <laughs> yeah. It's like you got, you said, Pardew, we had six strikers. We haven't got none now, but we had six strikers then, you know, at that time. So, (laughs) you know, yeah, brilliant. I'll put Matty on the left then. Who's going to go on the right? We're going to put Yoshi on the right then. Yeah, let's go Yoshi on the right. The chop merchant. He could chop anything up, mate. Yeah. He'll chop a loaf of bread with his feet in. He's like, (laughs) he's proper. He said, the way he used to just take the ball and just chop people up, I just used to think, wow, I would not want to be in the receiving end. He used to try, I used to stay away from him in training, man. Because I know yeah. as soon as he shapes a shoot, he's faking it. And then you're just going. So as a defender, it's a nightmare yeah. to work with. And he can chop on the left, chop on the right, whatever he wants. Oh. I remember some goals he scored. It was just amazing. What He used to lob the goalkeeper. He used to do everything. What a player. Yeah, he's a top boy. Yeah, no, you're right, man. And 
and he was for me he was just like he's but we've had players on who who spoken about yours i think bobby put him in his 11 as well and he said it, oh, do you know in intro because he like it was like nine stone wet through you know he was like a bag yeah. of bones weren't he but he was strong he liked to challenge he liked to tackle yeah. in training and stuff and yeah, yeah top man right okay center, center midfield this is going to be tough for you man this is a uh, tough yeah. one isn't it so yeah. who's your first who's your first one do one at a time go on so we've got We've got some good centre midfielders. When I first come, the only thing with um, centre midfielders, I've got because when I first come, we had Nigeria Coker as captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the, he was the main man, but he left. I think I don't know how long after he left. But when it I wasn't there long, year, yeah. I think he came. It was after a year, so I didn't really get to play with him, play with him the way I wanted to. So um, I'm gonna probably have to go Scott Parker. Yeah. And who else have we got uh, played with in the centre mid? Hayden Mullins is up there. Hayden, Hayden Mullins is one of those players that no one picks apart from you guys. Because yeah. again, you talk about the donkey work and water carriers, and, yeah. and Mullins was one of those types of players. I think I asked Bobby the same. I asked Bobby some more of the same question because no fans know about football like we do, or something. Yeah. Like you speak for himself there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just keeping quiet. Um, yeah, you know, you play with some great. Obviously, you play with you play with people like I don't know, like Kevin Nolan as well. You Kevin know, Nolan. You know what I mean? Kevin Nolan was good um, for us. I'd say, listen, do you know what? Ball. I'm going to go with the obvious obvious candidates. Yeah, and it's not because it's not because they're my mate. Scott Parker's the obvious one. Yeah, and then Mark Noble sent the mid. Yeah. Because the only reason, because uh, Mark still see him, I admire how much he's done in the for yeah. West Ham. Good player, only player probably that I thought should have got a, a cap for England at least, but he didn't get one. You know, um, maybe if we had a couple of yards more pace, that <laughs> um, he might have got in. But I, th- I think I think mainly Carlton. Can't be, he can't be questioned. He's got. A, he's no. just a, he's just a technique footballer and he can do anything with the ball basically but he's just mm. he's just under he was undervalued at international level level yeah. I, I feel you know but um, it is what it is he didn't he didn't get there but he's made a, himself a massive hero at West Ham and um, he's lived everybody's boyhood dream hasn't he so God, yeah more so good for him so I, I have to put Mark Noble and Scott Parker in there yeah, and then with Mark as well, you know, obviously next year being his last season, you know, but at least there'll be hopefully fans in the stadium to, to well, you know, to to make this count, this next season count. And yeah. uh, I think the only reason he didn't play for England was because he had a West Ham badge on him. Do you know what I mean? Uh, maybe, yeah, that was that was probably one of the reasons, yeah, because he, he is like West Ham's voice, isn't he? He's the main yeah. man. He's like, he is a walking West Ham badge, isn't he? He is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might as well really walk is. around with two hammers. Like that every day <laughs> as a backpack, or maybe I like to think he's got those you know, those big turrets we used to have at Upton Park. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to think he's got them in his back garden. Do you know, he's definitely got something in the back garden like that. <laughs> that was he funny. That sleeps on it as well. <laughs> yeah, just in case, just in case. You know? <laughs> That's probably, yeah. I always thought when obviously, when obviously Noble leaving at the end of the next season, and, and obviously, hopefully, Declan taking over the mantle, you know, like that. I always thought if we had those big turrets, we could get like a big ceremonial <laughs> key and he could pass the key over to yeah, yeah, the keys to the castle. Yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be quite good. That'd be a good, that'd be good for filming that. They'd love that. Yeah, you're always <laughs> thinking about the filming now, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's always yeah. about the me. You and Chris have a right giggle about that, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely yeah, you... would, mate. Definitely would. <laughs> right. Okay, up front. Now you can pick yourself to, to, to you nah. know, people do. Nah, nah. I'm too, I'm too modest for that. Um, You'll be coach. I, listen, so I didn't play with Paolo Di Canio. At, no, um, you didn't. Dam, but I played with him at Charlton. Can I, does that does that does that count? No, no, <laughs> no. Because 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 I, I tell you why. Because I remember because I, I was talking to Jack the other day, and when 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 Jamo when you were doing the thing with Jamo. Yeah. And Jamo, he couldn't believe that he because I'd interviewed him the day before, and he couldn't believe he forgot Paolo Di Canio when he's eleven, and he. T- <laughs> It's like because he played with him, but no, you can't have him because he's not he didn't play for West Ham. Okay, no problem. Um, being tough, it's a tough one, isn't it? Some great strikers you played with. Let's great go, strikers. let's go, let's go with um, Dean Ashton. Oh, nice, top, top class player. Mm. 
Marlon Harewood's there as well. <laughs> if I don't pick Marlon, he's going to kill me, mate. <laughs> he's, he's, on, he's coming on soon as well. So, he's you know. Coming on soon. <laughs> yeah, he won't pick me, though. He'll pick, he'll pick Bobby Zamora. <laughs> so, do you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> um, I didn't really get to play with. Yeah, I've played with him. I played with. I played with Marlon a few times. A little bit. Remember yeah, you that would have Newcastle done. game when we both scored. Yes. Up at um at Griffin Park, but oh, this one's a headache. Um, Dean Ashton. Oh, I've got Bellamy as well. Bellamy. You got Bellas. Vastay, technically, you could probably I've put him up Dima front. Kayleys as well. Dee McKayley, you got all them I lot, ain't you? Dee McKayley playing with him. He always said to me, Dee McKayley always said to me, Carlton, you just get in the box. I'll do all the, the work outside the yeah. box and you'll score. <laughs> That's what he just top... said. You're number nine. But remember, yeah. he's a striker as well. He goes, no, but you're number nine. You have to score. I was like, wow, I've never, I've never ever talked to about another striker about them wanting me to score more than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was part of that great patch era. I call it the patch yeah, era, but yeah. we had to <laughs> play patches all the time. That patch era with the, I don't know what that was going on there with our with our kit, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dim. You had yeah, yeah, Diego Tristan, Elian, Franco. You had a. Uh, Diamante as well. God, Diamante he's a nutter. In there too, you know. He's a nutter. He's a nutter, wasn't he? Tevez, I played with Tevez. Tevez, you did play with Tevez but for I a little bit. Play fully with him though. That's the thing. No, I like, but I, I like your criteria. I like the way you're working through it though. I can, you know, yeah, you can see it. There's got to be. I can see it. Victor Abina. Relationship there. I can't just be Fred, players. Yeah, she played. Pick, picky so on Freddie. Freddie picky on Freddie, Robert, Robbie Freddie Keane as well. Like. Oh, so many. Freddy. But I will have to go do McKaylee, man. Nice. I like it. I think that's the first time David's come on as well. I think it's yeah. the first time he's been picked. So that's great, David man. McKaylee. I always champion him, but the reason why, because I just see what I just explained to you there. Yeah. He was a selfless man, you know? And he was he was one of those guys that you looked at, probably not very attractive to the eye. Not, I'm talking about football terms, mate. No, no. <laughs> we're not, we're not talking. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was Italian. He was an Italian okay. stallion, so. <laughs> no, no. He was one of those ones where I felt he offered a lot to the team and the and team structure. And Franco um, Zola, he loved him in his team because he played kind of not similar, obviously, but bringing others into play, making sure that he, he played selflessly. Yeah. And he was he had a big he had a big impact in me um having success that season. Yeah. So I have to go with D McKayley. Sorry yeah. everybody else. But Sorry, Dean Mazza. Ashton is a no brainer because I yeah. played with Dean Ashton's through the ranks at um under nineteens to under twenties under twenty one level. Of course you did, yeah. I always had a relationship with him. Although he was greedy at at times, I don't mind that. But we did we did perform well together. Yeah. Um, and Bellas, Bellas will have something to say on this subject as well because he feels that he made me. Um, <laughs> I remember there was one time Bellamy, right? I came in and in the papers there was this there was there was something going on in the papers saying that I might be in the next England squad, right? Yeah. And I came into the. I came into the changer, not the change, it wasn't even a changer, it was into the medical room. And then he he was like getting his massage and he had the paper out like that. And he was like, and then I've just walked in, obviously late, as I, I usually am, <laughs> like an idiot. And then he's gone, Coley, Coley, have you said this? <laughs> he, you might be selected for the next England squad. He goes, you, selected in the next England squad? <laughs> Chance. <laughs> he says you're not that good, <laughs> and then I just I just started cracking up because I didn't have a clue what he was reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I found out I was in the papers to be selected in the next England squad, Brilliant. and he's gone. There's no chance you're getting in there. He said the uh, only reason you're going to be get you're even getting looked at is because of me. I'm laying it on the plate for you. <laughs> oh, I love says, it, man. I've made you. 
Never forget, I've made you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And you're I right. I mean, him and Kira Dye have just just given me a hard time that day. All the time. That's that's the sort of characters we had in the change. Exactly. Room, you know? Yeah. It was amazing. And so, yes, and also, I do you... say Dean McKay, but Dean McKay is only because he's because of that what he said to me that time. Well, it's stuck in your head, off. and it's stuck in your head for for so it's many not, yeah, years. Six, you know what I mean? Yeah, because there's not a lot of players um, that are like that. Like, yeah, or understand that your number nine should always score. You know what I mean? Mm. From any successful team, their number nine always scores. You know, yeah. regularly. So he understood that concept. I don't know if it's an Italian thing. I'm not sure, but he understood that concept, and it worked for me. How interesting, yeah. And also, he said you had all these players, but you know, you played on. You mentioned about four or five different managers. I've lost count how many managers you played <laughs> under as well at West Ham as well. What's it like when a new manager comes in as well, man? So a new manager comes in. <laughs> I'm like the right starts... to ask for that. Um, well, <laughs> listen, you. It depends what kind of view they've got of you. You know, what yeah. I mean? like, look, I've always been a normal, a normal geezer, like, and they might have heard elsewhere that I'm a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you until you it. come and meet, you meet, they come and meet you, then they can yeah. make a, their own judgment on you. Um, and I, and Sam Allardyce says that as well, said that, said like when he first met, because I met Sam Allardyce before I went to, came to um, West Ham, mm. I actually met Sam Allardyce before I left Chelsea to go to Bolton. Yeah. And um, that's when I first met him. I met him at my agent's office at the time. And um, he he was fine. He was a good good man. Like I felt that he was a he was a great person. But I kind of snubbed it. So obviously <laughs> later on down the line, I see him like, yeah. come to West Ham. Yeah, he didn't remember that, but he obviously knew that he was he was after me at some stage. And um, he, he he even said, I think he said to the papers or something like that to the press that um, he had a view on what I was actually like as a person. Yeah, and then it kind of changed when he actually met me and worked with me um, um, on a daily basis, which was quite pleasing to see that you can ch change people's opinions about you. Yeah. Um, just as long as they meet you and whatever you hear out on the street or whatever you hear from people that, that, that are not close to you, and it's just gossip. It, it kind of um, helps your situation. You know what I mean? Gotcha. When they yeah, actually yeah, yeah. meet you in person. That's why I just never ever take people's words for 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 gospel. Yeah, I would rather go and experience that person to see is he really like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't make judgment. You know, and uh, he says that about my about me and me. So that's why I go look res respect for him because some people can actually still have the blinkers on once they've made their decision about you. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to change it. No, that's their that's their view. That's yeah. It. Some people are like that, but with Sam. He wasn't like that. He kind of changed his view on certain things, and and you can see he's an evolving manager. He's still in the game now. Yeah, he's, that just shows you that he can adapt to mm. different scenarios and different way of thinking and different type of football. Because mm. right now he's still in the game, and it shows that he's still valued. You know, so yeah, no, I get you, man. No, yeah, I tell you, I understand that, man. Definitely. That's the team. That's the team, Carlton. Super People League having a laugh. You won't understand that, but <laughs> no, they will. They will. I've, they I've will. Myself. <laughs> no, I, they will. I think it's a. I think it's a really balanced team because you've just done it off your head. I think that's quite balanced. You can see you're a coach. You've got you've got a bit of you know you got some pace on the wings. You have got some skill. You've got, got Ashton. No, up front, <laughs> no, but but I don't think sometimes you know it's like you know Ash, Ashton Everton, had enough to get past Everton someone makes up for that on the left hand he side does you know to knock it in on the far post Dean McKay coming to feet putting bosh. everything in to the byline he crosses it in Ashton bosh you're in media you're so in me you're so you're already commentating the goals you haven't even played the team <laughs> I'm doing too much media now <laughs> exactly that's what it is isn't it <laughs> that's what it is right nice we... second nature. I never used to be like that sorry <laughs> All right, I was about to say, I'll I, just to prove it. I found the picture. Oh, there it is. Oh, how cute is that? That's amazing. There's the picture. There's the picture. That's amazing. And that's the one at, 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 at um, oh, at Upton mate. Park before Treasure she times, ran on the pitch. Times. 
indeed man i had to find it so people have asked for it so you've seen it now anyway man it's been a pleasure thank you so much man it's been uh, an hour has flown by i didn't want you to take you for an hour but thank you i really really appreciate your time yeah man. i do blab when i get going i do blabber on a bit that's what we love that's what we love I'm you Colton. I'm, I'm a content merchant Merchant, still it's all still about the socials isn't it content, content merchant, merchant mate. yeah <laughs> hashtag content merchant anyway man, cheers buddy and obviously thank you and thank you for watching uh, and for myself and from Carlton, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Um, wash those hands. Sorry, Carlton's... sorry, sorry, mate. My mum, that was my mum calling me. It was my mum. <laughs> right, Carlton's dinner's on. Anyway, 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 see everyone. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those jabs. Come on, you irons, yeah. and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take Come care, everyone. Go on, Carlton's will go and pick his mum up. Take care, yeah. man. Bye bye. <laughs>